welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hey everyone, welcome to Dear Alice. Today we are revisiting an episode on pantry organization. It's that time of year, we're all hosting and everything gets disorganized, so we thought it'd be helpful to give you a few tips. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the episode and happy holidays. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. I'm excited today. We've got Morgan back. Do you guys remember um, when we did a closets episode about organization? We thought we'd bring back Morgan to talk about pantries. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Of course. We, We often get people that once we build a home, they want to have their pantry's organized so then they can just keep up on it on their own. And um, also people contract contact with um, Morgan directly through Posey Closets. Yeah. And um, and she goes out, how often do you do pantries versus closets? Are pantries more popular than closets or is it 50-50? It's usually 50-50. I feel like since January, a lot of people have been reaching out about pantries. Uh-huh. I feel like it's easier to tackle, like start in the start in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Do you find that once you start in the kitchen, then you get invited back to do closets or do you think, or vice versa? I think both. Whatever I start with, you usually will hire me back for Foray the second. into the next yeah. thing. Yeah. But I feel like going through your pantry just doesn't seem as overwhelming than having to get rid of all your clothes. Yeah. So probably doesn't take as long. It's not personal. It doesn't involve your body. Right. And clothes fitting not or not fitting. Yeah. It's just very straightforward. (laughs) Clean out my food. Let me start here. And then that'll kind of jumpstart the rest of the year of like refresh and organizing and getting started with that. So that's great. Well, Suze is out sick today, so it worked great to have you come on. And so it'll be Morgan and I today sort of breaking down The pantry. So I'm going to be talking about pantry design and then Morgan is going to be talking about how to organize the pantry. So if you already have a pantry, you're going to really love um, Morgan's tidbits to keep it up and looking great. And um, if you're in the middle of a new build or um, you're considering a new home, maybe some of these notes will be helpful for you if you are going to be embarking on getting a whole new pantry. So um, today's question is from at Lily Morrow 21, and she says, how would you design the perfect pantry slash butler's pantry in one? I like that she knows that they're two different spaces. And I think if you have um, kind of a a larger footprint to work with, a a larger home, maybe you even have both. And so we can sort of break down what those are. Um, The pantry is, I don't even remember. I think they were saying the first pantry came about in like the 1700s. So the pantry is sort of the smaller room adjacent to the kitchen. Sometimes it's behind it. Sometimes it's next to it. But it's the room that you keep all the food in. And for most people, we're going to use a finish worker to create a pantry, which is just open shelving. You don't necessarily have to have your cabinet guy um, do that. Uh, If you have budget for it, then it's great if the finishes do match the kitchen. Um, But we don't always love to have closed um, cabinetry in the pantry. We maybe like it on the lower level to sort of hide crock pots and bags of flour and some of that stuff that's maybe not, um, that's kind of big and clunky. And then we like open shelves up above, which is great. Um, and that's why I was saying a finished worker could probably be the one that does your pantry. The butler's pantry is a room that's usually located in between the dining room and the kitchen. And it would be a room where um, you could prepare drinks today. In the olden days, I was reading about it, and it was a place where they kept all of the china and the silver. 
And the butler would even sleep in that room. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Because that's where all of the wealth was. And so people would want to steal the china and whatnot. So he, he, the butler was responsible to make sure that all of the, the valuables for the household um, didn't ever get taken. Isn't that crazy? In times of war and whatnot. So they would keep all of their finest, um, you know, linens and and china and all of the things in there. And then they would decide what they wanted to use for service wear and then take it from the butler's pantry to be able to plate things on and serve it to their guests. So anyway, today I think the butler's pantry is more like, oh, kind of a sort of a galley, like a little space in between. And maybe you have, um, oh, I'm thinking of like Emily Jackson from Ivory Lane. We did a really beautiful one for her, a really saturated moment. So it doesn't necessarily feel like more of your kitchen. Hers are like navy blue cabinets with a antique mirror backsplash and it's really pretty smoky and moody and you kind of want to go in there and just fix a drink and serve it to your guests. Um, and she has lots of beautiful dishware in there as well. So it's just kind of a fun little space where you can slip in and, and do a little task like that. So that's the difference between a butler's pantry and your pantry. Um, so most people don't have both maybe. Um, and in Lily's question that she's asking, how would we design the perfect pantry and butler's pantry all in one. I would say just as long as you have space for all of your china. And I think, um, Morgan, you had a really good point. We were talking about earlier, like having slots for all of your, your trays, your silver trays, your serving trays, um, that sort of thing. If that is all built into the pantry and there's room, then there's really, you wouldn't have to have room. The, as far as the dish component though, you might want to have like a beautiful glass um, set of cabinetry in your kitchen to show off mm-hmm. your pretty dishes. I don't know if you'd want to put that back of house no, in a pantry. I feel like the back of house should be, like you said, crock pots, blenders, toasters, all the stuff that you don't want to see but use every day. And I think that's really important to space plan that beforehand. Yeah. You guys do a really good job about that. Um, making sure there's a spot for everything yeah. so that when I do come in to organize, when people are like, I want to have. All of my, you know, this is where I'm going to make my protein shake every morning. So everything should be right here or my coffee station. Mm-hmm. So having that plan before and making sure there's room for that and what your lifestyle looks like and what you want your pantry to hide because mm-hmm. it is kind of a nice little back of the house area Yeah, that your kitchen can display all your beautiful china and glassware and that can be the main show instead of, you know. A Vitamix. <laughs> yeah. I like that you're lumping these tasks into um, grouping them together. And I think that's a really great way to think of your pantry design. And I think also in organization, mm-hmm. I know for design, um, we would be thinking through like, let's make sure all of the platters get put together. And then after that, all of there's a place for all of the big serving bowls. Yeah. And so that when you do go in to throw a party, you can survey that one section of wall and look at it all holistically yeah. and go, oh, this would look great with my this and my that and I should grab. And you can make decisions so easy and everything's right at your fingertips mm-hmm. because you're seeing it together. Like this is my party planning yep. section of the pantry, which yeah. is kind of more your butler's pantry part. Right. And then like you're talking about, maybe you can go into that, Morgan, like my smoothie station or maybe there's a bake station or when people have you come in to organize, do they ask you for that? Or is it just something that you naturally know that I've got to group these things together in a way that makes sense? That's kind of just how my brain works is Mm -hmm. like combining things together. But I do like to understand people's lifestyle beforehand because Mm -hmm. I feel like a pantry is really interesting. You kind of see how people are like the food people have is really funny. I'm like, wow, 
mm-hmm. I've never eaten this before, but you have a bulk of it. And like, it must be something you what like. What would be an example of that? Um, the other day, someone had bulk of marshmallows. So I'm like, maybe your oh. kid's just like way into marshmallows. I don't know. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like wheat germ or something. Uh, there are something a lot healthy. of like, no, like, yeah. no, like there are a lot of those. It tells things, a lot like, about a person, huh? But yeah, I think it does tell a lot about a person, but um, having designated areas, I think is really useful, but I think it sometimes is, needs to be done beforehand. Mm. So I think that's important for people to really think about because a lot of times people come in and they're like, I wish I had an outlet here, like, so I could keep my blender out, but not have it on my kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you guys, you know, go through that with the design process, but I think coffee stations are really popular right now. So we kind of have like a lazy Susan with all of the fixings for your coffee, or if you had your protein shakes, like all of your protein powders and your adids and all those things that you need. Um, and that's where I think it comes to the, having the right organizational pieces to mm-hmm. help you do that so that it stays clean and you can kind of gather it in each area yeah. of what you want to use and, and be functional. So when you walk into these large pantries, you're not just overwhelmed of like, where did I put my flour? Like, where's my protein powder? Mm-hmm. Like it should all like your closet, have a home. Everything should have a space. It goes there every single time this is where it is and you don't have to search for it or it, it doesn't get lost and then it expires because it was sitting back there for, you know, months on end with not being. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Used, so. Yeah, so um, you talked about favorite organizational tools. Mm -hmm. Tell us what are your favorites because you are the organizational queen. (laughs) I'm sure you've got some great ideas that we could go out and buy ourselves (laughs) and start to implement some of this stuff. Yeah, I really love the Lazy Susans. So ones with dividers and ones without. Oh, interesting. Um, 
So I'm thinking of the Lazy Susan that was in my mom's corner cabinet Mm -hmm. that you opened up kind of awkwardly because it was like hinged in a weird way. And then inside that was like a pole with three Lazy Susans working within it. And I'm like- In the cabinetry? Yeah. 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 And then oftentimes like the bread pans and the square things in it would like hang it up and then pretty soon you couldn't turn the thing anymore. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. So tell us what you're thinking of when you say say Lazy Susan. I'm thinking of just a small round one. That you can put on your counter because, or in the shelving. So the shelving usually is around 14 inches Mm deep-ish. And so this will allow you to put all of your olive oils or your vinegars and all of the bottles or whatever you're collecting into one space, Mm -hmm. whatever category that is, in one spot. And you can spin it so you're seeing everything instead of having it just piled into the shelf deep into the unknown mm-hmm. and then you never see it. Yeah. So this kind of corrals it all together. You can spin through it, find what you need and then move on to the next thing. But then they also have some that are divided. So they have okay. little dividers in them. So it's really nice like for teas or, you know, like hot chocolate packets or, you know, um, like water mixes, little packets mm-hmm. of things that just end up everywhere. Yeah. And, or in a giant bowl. This kind of has dividers for it. Yeah. Um, to kind of contain everything. So it's got in like a space. wall around the Lazy Susan mm-hmm. with dividers. Yeah it's, yeah. it's probably like four inches round with a little wall, a, a clear wall. Okay. And then within that, there's about six different little sections. Oh, yeah. You can just get them at container store. So would you say then um, a favorite trick of yours would be to take away the box mm-hmm. that the hot chocolate packets came in and then just put the packets in the Lazy Susan container. Yes. Okay, I'm just connecting yeah. the dots here. Yeah, or like tea. Some and I'm a visual really person, tea. so I'm trying to visually yeah. picture myself. Some people have boxes and boxes of teas. Uh-huh. Those boxes are pretty flimsy and they kind of just fall apart and, yeah. and you don't need them. So if you have them in this divider or they have boxes that have a like a clear top that you can kind of lift up and it's just holds your tea. Uh-huh. It's crazy the things that yeah. you can have. Where's your favorite place to find said organizers? Container store. Okay. Is where I just always go. It's I know my go-to's there. Yeah. I kind of usually know how many we'll need. And so I just send people a list. I'm like, here, have these, have them ready for me when I come. I use the OXO pop tops uh-huh. a lot, the little plastic containers. But a lot of times lately I've been using less of them. Because sometimes people are like, I have to be honest with you, I'm not going to refill those. Mm-hmm. It's just too much for me. Do you guys know, um, so the OXO pop tops that she's talking about, in case you don't know, they're like square or rectangular and quite yeah. tall, right? They come in multiple sizes. Okay, but, yeah, right. So you can like layer them so you can see everything. Mm-hmm. But, and they're like clear acrylic or plastic mm-hmm. and they have a white. They're usually, it's they're square, but they have rounded corners, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they have a little spring-loaded pop top, mm-hmm. like little circle that you push down in the middle, it pops up and it releases the seal. Yeah. And then you can open it up and dump um, Cheez-Its or cereal or yeah. uh, anything into it and then resecure the seal. Yeah. And then instead of looking at cardboard boxes, you're looking at, um, you know, beautiful clear containers of food. Yeah. Yeah. When you first fill up the pantry, there's <sighs> a lot of plastic. You're just looking at all this empty plastic. And a lot of times people are like, Oh, this doesn't look that pretty. But then once you start dumping food into it and different rice and flour and brown sugar and pastas and all these things, it actually becomes kind of really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like it's weird because it's just food. But I think that it, it 
displays everything really nicely and you can see what you have mm-hmm. and want to use it. And I think the important thing is keeping up on it. So that's another thing people I think struggle with is they buy all of these, they fill it up once, but then they don't actually use it or maintain it. So anytime you empty it, or if you're going to refill something, mm-hmm. just make sure you clean it out before you just keep adding stuff to it. So we were talking about this just before we started recording. <laughs> yeah. And I was just saying, um, so let's say I bring home another box of Cheez-Its, for instance, or Honey Nut Cheerios or yeah. whatever. Morgan's saying dump out the old ones at the bottom and all the crumbs and everything. Mm -hmm. Just get rid of, like, if you have an inch or two left of cereal, dump those out, clean out the OXO container, and then put all new in. And then you're just dealing with one expiration date instead of whatever that was at the bottom. (laughs) It's just going to get older because you're dumping new cereal on top. top. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So every time you're going to, I mean, you're probably buying new cereal or new rice Mm -hmm. or new pasta because you've run out of pasta, but still, like, dump it out wash it out and yeah, just maintain it. Yeah. Because otherwise it, it will get messy. Yeah. I mean, I think most people need to do a kind of overhaul every six months or so just to go through your expired things and kind of freshen it up. Um, something that's really nice are risers. Mm. So Let's I talk love about that. Those. Yeah. Which, what brand do you like for a riser? And There's a bunch of different ones. And that, tell the people what a riser store. is. <laughs> so it's an adjustable riser. So it's basically tiered. So you put it on your shelf, you spread it out based on how wide your shelf is. Mm. And it then ha- comes up with usually two to three tiers. And so you can stack all of your cans or your pasta jars or soups or anything you have. Yeah. And they can be layered. And so they're just ascending down so you can see them all. Yeah. Instead of just being like, I know I bought some beans a while back. I don't know where they went though, you know, uh-huh. or whatever you're looking for. It makes it so everything's easy to see. I like that. So would you say all canned goods should mm-hmm. probably have a riser? What other yeah. categories should have a riser? Um, a lot of times people will have canned goods and like I said, pasta sauces or salsas or anything in a jar. A jar or a yeah, can. A jar or a can because if it's- Or maybe like spices. Spices, yes, you can use, there's smaller risers for spices if you keep them in your pantry. I know some people have it built in their kitchen, uh-huh. you know, spice racks in their drawers or wherever they're close to cooking. Yeah. But if you don't, definitely put them on a riser. Because even with the Lazy Susan, spices are so small, they kind of just get stuck in the middle and you can't see them where they all fall on you. So yeah. this way they're all just evenly across the shelf. Yeah. And are those acrylic also? Are they white with like a black rubber top? Uh, No, they're just open. They're just like plastic. They're usually just white. There's a few other options, like sizes and Mm -hmm. price points that you can go through. But container store, you can have anything that your heart desires there. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever you would like to be aesthetically pleasing. Usually I just get white ones because the shelves are white. Yeah. But a lot of shelves aren't adjustable that I go into. So this feels like a good use of the space because I can have them raised up so that I'm not just using the, you know, bottom few inches of the shelf for everything. Yeah, that's smart. Better use of square footage. I like that. Okay, so we have Lazy Susans. We've got risers. We've got OXO containers. Any other tools that you say we would need before we should get start? Um, on our pantries. I, I like having baskets that are the same, Mm -hmm. but I don't want like woven baskets. I want them to be see-through. Like I don't want them to be, to hide your food because 
then it's just, you're not going to remember where stuff is. So let's talk about what a see-through basket is. Like the container store again has these metal mesh looking oh, okay. ones. They're aesthetically pleasing. They're really cute. Uh-huh. I have to find them. Are they short walled or high walled? No, they're pretty high. I think they're called the marsh. Uh huh. Don't quote me on that, but I, they're just a little wire basket. Uh huh. And the depth. So you can of them. see through them. Mm-hmm. It's not but like they're a tight weave. Pretty. It's a pretty open yeah, weave. Yeah, it's a pretty open what weave. What would you of put metal. in it? So I like to put, you know, bags of chips or okay. even like the boxes of like pancake mix or like muffin mix or brownies because. You're not going to pour those into an OXO con- a container. Yeah. You need the instructions. Yeah. And chips, usually they're not, there's the bag's too big. Yeah. You're not going to put it into a And container. it doesn't really have any structure. Yeah. So it's, it's just, just floppy. And then yeah, you roll it down and use a clip. It's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. 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 It's not, not functional. So I like to have those bins along the bottom mm-hmm. and have them categorized for different things. So like chips or snacks or popcorn and then like baking goods that are boxed and Stuff like that mm-hmm. so that it still feels contained yeah, and it looks pretty, yeah, but it's not just all everywhere. Yeah. So pretty much every category has some sort of something to hold it or contain it, mm-hmm. whether it be a riser, a Lazy Susan, a basket, an yeah. OXO container. You're going to go in and contain everything in a way that probably has some structure, Right. right. I think that's the key to organization is just yeah. and everything the, should have structure in a home. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you just keep up on it and you know where things are or where they're supposed to go, it makes it so much easier when you're trying to maintain it, in my opinion. Yeah. Instead of just throwing it in there and hoping that you remember you bought it. Yeah. Because you can see it. Yeah. And it's probably more appetizing too. It looks more delicious than yeah than uh, the box of cereal. Right. Yeah. You're yeah, actually you're, looking at the cereal. Yeah, your kids forgot to close and slept yeah. open and yeah. <laughs> stale. So this way it just is much more. Stays fresher. It yeah. looks prettier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Any other tools we need to get when we're at the container store before we start in on organizing and grouping things? I always buy more than you think you need. Okay. So that's key. Can you give them any like number of things in the average pantry, you're going to need this many of those divided lazy Susans. You'll need this many sets of risers. It depends on like what the, what people's food looks like. Like I feel like some people have very different, but most of the time I like to get an odd number. So I'll get like probably five of the really large OXO containers. Mm -hmm. And then I'll get about eight of the medium and like six of the, I guess those are, around that of the smallest ones. Mm -hmm. And then it depends of how much food you have that you want to use in there. So if you have a lot of bulk items or a lot of dried fruit or a lot of like nuts that you keep on hand, Mm -hmm. you can always get smaller ones or more of them. But I just want them to all basically fill up the whole span Mm -hmm. of the shelf. So I like to get the dimensions of your shelf first. Oh yeah. And then kind of like and then go to the container store once you've got yeah like the length of Mm -hmm. your of yeah. your, the run of open cabinetry you have in the depths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So usually you can fit about two and I like to offset them so that you can see the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I'll put the tall ones in the very back and then the shorter ones in front layered and so that you can just see clearly mm-hmm. through all of them instead of stacking them onto each other. So when you talk about layering them um, and offsetting, mm-hmm. so what that would look like is the tall ones would go in, um, let's say, at... 
I don't know if this will be helpful for you listening, but let's say that you put those in at positions two, four, six, and eight. Mm-hmm. Then you put the shorter ones in front in positions one, three, five, and yeah. like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you're just offsetting them so that you can see through the um, offset, right? the food behind it. Right. How much of a gap are you using? I like to leave a few inches. Oh, so I in don't between want... each one. Mm-hmm. So they're not touching. They're not touching. They're not okay. jammed pack because otherwise... If you try to get one out, everything is just going to fall. Oh, right, right. You know? So yeah. I want it to be functional. Like mm-hmm. I want it to feel like if anybody went in there, because most of these homes I go into have kids. So trying to teach your kids to not ruin all of this is a lot harder if you had them jam-packed. Yeah. Because they're kind of offset, easy to move around. That yeah. makes more sense in my mind. Oh, that feels better in my brain just thinking yes. about it. <laughs> I'm like, Spaced oh, yeah, I know I could maintain that. Clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like maybe two inches in between, you mm-hmm, say a couple like inches? Like two to three inches. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Awesome. So organization tools. Um, and then I guess um, let's talk about like the best way to organize the pantry now that we've, now that we've got the right tools. Mm-hmm. So you kind of talked about earlier, like clumping things together by like routine. If it's like making a morning smoothie, if it's um like using that blender or if it's a coffee or mm-hmm. if it's like a bake bake station situation. Yeah. Talk through some of those points and maybe um, in that people will be able to think even I should put outlets, you know, yeah. in certain spots to better um, yeah. organize my morning routine or whatnot. If you're, if you still have the option, right. If you're building right now, yeah, this might be helpful for totally. you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing design or build right now, I think you really should think about what your lifestyle is and what you want your pantry to be. Because I think nowadays most people want their kitchen to be beautiful and display china, and then the back end can be messy and dirty. So if you have the counter space and the room for that, then put in a space for your blender and your toaster. And then you know next to your blender, we can have like all of your stuff that would go into your smoothie or whatever you're making. Um, and I think having drawers or cabinets underneath to cover some of the stuff that you don't want to see is really important. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to put your back stock because sometimes you go to Costco and you try to fill your containers, but there's leftovers. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to have a closed cabinet to put all of that in Yeah, for any time that you can't fill all of it into the container. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, again, just looking at what you do, because there's not really a set like way to do things. I feel like it does vary quite a bit Yeah, based off of the person's lifestyle, but making sure everything is in a category and kind of in its own space is really important. I feel like. Yeah, that's great. Really great. So would you say the goal in the kitchen is to not have those um, small appliances out? Like when we're designing kitchens, we'll, we'll put in appliance garages Mm -hmm. that are right on counter level, but you shove the blender in, you shove the KitchenAid Mm -hmm. in, they still are plugged in. And Mm -hmm. then you sort of close a a set of doors that's sitting right on the counter level. Um, but are you, but you're saying the pantry could also be a place where those small appliances live and those tasks could happen in that room behind the kitchen. And so the kitchen countertops are pretty open and free of any clutter. Um, maybe there's just like a yeah. living plant and a few yeah. um, things that you need. I think also too, based off how large 
your home is. So if your pantry and where you're keeping your protein powder or all the stuff you want to put in your smoothie yeah. is in the pantry and you have to collect all of your containers every day to go into the kitchen to get your blender, mm-hmm. like it might not be the most functional. Yeah. Whereas your KitchenAid, obviously that live in the garage and you don't use that very much uh-huh. and you can keep it in the kitchen. But I feel like for something that you know you're going to use daily with all of the containers of food that you need or the add-ins that you have, it would be nice to think about that beforehand when you are building mm-hmm. and have the space so that when I come in to organize that you're not have you know, it feels like it's easy to use after I leave. Yeah. And you're not moving all your containers and gathering them into the kitchen every morning. Yeah. So I like that. So like keep in mind the things that you'll use daily and that yeah. those will be more readily available. So mm-hmm. you're not storing them far away, like in the garage. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. I think um, if you're building a home, the ideal thing for us when we're designing kitchens as well as pantries is the lowers, if we could get away with just using all drawers, mm-hmm. we would do that. Because if you think about the way that um, that you are storing things, the only way to see what's happening in that cupboard, if it's on the bottom, yeah. is to drop to your knees and to start plowing through that with your arms at full length to f- see what's back there. Yeah, Where if it's a it. drawer, you can stay standing and you can open it and you can survey from up above what's in those drawers. Totally. So if it's a crock pot or something like that, it's probably you could put it in a drawer or if it's large and you can only fit two things in that cupboard. Cupboards are always going to be less expensive than drawers, mm-hmm. um, but drawers are always going to like bless your life because you can just see what's going on a lot quicker. And I think pantries are a place where you want to go in to survey what you have pretty easily. You might already have a few things in your arms. And so, you know, let's say you're trying to put a meal together. You've got a few cans and jars and, you know, pasta Mm -hmm. and whatnot in your hands to be able to find that thing you need. You could even just open a drawer with your toes and see if it's in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it really is so much easier. So for, for pantries and kitchens, keep that in mind. If you are building, we would do lowers all closed storage and then uppers in the pantry all open storage yeah. if that's helpful um so anyway that's a little tip there as far as um maintaining pantries you would say every six months just do yeah, a clean I out feel like a good refresh yeah is usually necessary every six months I mean if you maintain it as you go and like we talked about you know refilling and cleaning as you go yeah but reality is is that you know, life gets busy and we don't have time to do that and all the time. expiration dates come and go. Yes, yes. And <laughs> yeah. go through your cans and see what you have. And yeah. Just throw things away and just maintain it. That's great. And it's less overwhelming in a year when you're like, oh, I have to do this all over again. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Thanks, Morgan. This has been super helpful. I Thanks. hope that's helpful to you at home too. And um, that this will give you the bug to get to the container store and yeah. make your pantry a shiny, beautiful thing full of textures and pretty colors and so much prettier than just cardboard, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you just feel happier when you go into a clean space. Right? You'll want to eat at home more. Exactly. Yeah. that's We're saving you money. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for listening today, everybody. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 